0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Husky Fan Podcast. Uh hey Jimmy, are you as unprepared for this pod as I am?
1: Probably more so, buddy.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do our best. We both agree that we got to we got to keep this short, so hopefully uh hopefully we can keep it short and uh packed with a lot of riveting detail. Yeah. But knowing me, I'll probably just drone on about shit for an hour plus probably probably so guess there uh, guess what jimmy there's a football game tomorrow unfortunately it's tomorrow and not and not the rose bowl because caleb williams got injured she <laughs> had to throw that in there um, yeah, I... and, and you know tr- everything that's going on the travel problems have you seen what's going on with southwest airlines i mean mrs pennix and the pennix family have to make a 14 hour drive there other dog fans uh, with their flights getting canceled, I mean this is just an abomination from
1: Southwest Airlines. What? Yeah, what did uh, ten thousand people or bags stranded or some something? What they canceled? What twenty five hundred flights? bunch of lost luggage. I mean, yeah, they're claiming shortage, staffing shortage. There was a snowball of phone calls. They just couldn't keep up with the phone calls. Get people rerouted. I'm like, okay. Whatever. But look, it, it. Dude, look at restaurants now too, man. I mean, there it's like two or three people running the floors of restaurants these days. It's a wild ride out there.
0: Did you did you see that video from Waffle House of that just unruly group of people? Who, and I'm not, I'm not trying to make it a racial thing, but don't do that. But uh, yeah, but there was one black woman who threw a chair at a white lady who was working for Waffle House. And she just caught it with like, she caught the chair with like one hand. Did you see that?
1: Uh, was it, was she like jumped over the bar, like over, the, it was like a high top uh, table. Like there there was a brawl as well. Or was it just a chair thrown?
0: Oh yeah, there was a brawl. I mean there, there was a whole lot, a whole lot of <laughs> brawling going on there. But yeah, yeah. at one point at one point one of the gals threw a chair at the white woman who worked there and she just snagged it with her arm. Wow. And it was just yeah, it was a real gangster move and so people were there was, you know, thousands and thousands of people on a Twitter thread were talking about that. <laughs> uh but uh, I, I don't know how I got us off track already, but I mean... Viral
1: video. I mean, man. the
0: Southwest thing on top of the ice storm. So here's another thing. Like, I'm going to my parents' house for Christmas, and there's like a fucking car that's... that basically uh, crashed into, um like, the corner of the block. Like, there's a little wall there around the block. Like, it crashed into it, Yeah, and... Um, it's just sitting there like at an angle, just parked on the sidewalk. So someone just did that right in front of my parents' house. And it was just left there. So uh, that was, it was surprising to like pull up. And I saw that and I was like, Oh, well, guess somebody had a little trouble navigating these roads.
1: Yeah. There's some brutal, I mean, there's some brutal stories out of Buffalo. I mean, just like horrifying. I mean, just look word to the wise just If you're in the area that has some, have some wacky weather you gotta have supplies if you need oxygen right like, you need us you need to double up on that right like if you can't get out of the house i mean you don't have power i mean you you know these days you just you gotta have stuff to get through three or four days
0: yeah look that's really sound advice and i was trying to tell my parents that like a year or two ago and they just looked at me like i'm a you know, like I listened to Alex Jones or something I'm like, look, you know, you, you don't, you don't need... It's like it doesn't cost that much. Just get yourself some supplies, get yourself some extra food in case there's an emergency. And, you know, my dad was just like, look, if I go that way, then I go that way. No, <laughs> listen, mean... no, no.
1: You, you, Mr. Chess, listen, yeah. <laughs> that's not it's not a way to go, because, look, we live in such abundance and convenience. It doesn't hurt to have some backup supplies, and it's easy to do. Every time we go to the store, pick up a couple extra can of beans, get a you know get a couple bottles of water. Just you know throw it in the closet or the pantry or whatever you got. It's not the way you want to go. <laughs> you don't want to go because you don't want to go that way. That's not you know that's not the way you want to go. You should be able to have a little extra in the, in the you know in the cupboards or whatever to sustain,
0: right? You're absolutely right, and hey, you know what? That that's something that Kalen DeBoer believes in because we're seeing him add talent through the transfer portal at a little bit of depth too. How about that transition, Jim? Yeah,
1: what a segue! My gosh, because I was going to go into refrigeration and like think of think of the people that had no refrigeration in their lifetime, but then like maybe the last ten years of their life, or fifteen, they had refrigeration. Could you imagine? the change in your life by just having a refrigerator anyway if you if you give it some thought it's actually pretty mind blowing if you grow so are, up you, with,
0: are you saying we should we should have a, an extra refrigerator and storage well
1: not necessarily because if you lose power right then you got to have a generator like there's different levels of prepping some people are not going to get to the next level but generators are not Anyway, the point, <laughs> I just said, imagine your life when you got refrigeration when you didn't have it before. I mean, pretty significant. What, would you have a block of ice in a cooler back then before refrigeration, something like that? Anyway, pretty crazy. to. Or you grew up where air conditioning finally came about and you could get an air conditioner. I mean, anyway. You don't think about the importance of refrigeration much, do you? Just I imagine.
0: No, I really don't. But yeah. Well, think you know before you go to bed, think about it.
1: But we can <laughs> we can get back to the bore. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, having having uh, you know extra supplies in your life, uh, it's like uh, <clears throat> yeah, the segue. So. Uh, We're doing a pretty good job of the transfer portal. I don't know what to make of these rankings, the way they, I don't know the way they rank transfers because it's really subjective. Mm. Um, There's on com that website, which is a little bit like two, four, seven. I know that at one point they had our transfer class. I want to say like number seven or number three in the nation. Wow. Uh, But I, I, you know, who knows when, I'm not sure when all the transfer portal stuff really ends, if it's going to you know, pick up even more uh, in January. Um, so I don't know how early we are in the process. But, um, I mean, I I don't know about you. I, I like what we've picked up so far. I mean, uh, Josh Cuevas, the tight end from Cal Poly, yes. uh, he had a really big season. He looks pretty good. And Utah and Michigan also offered him. Wow! So this is a guy. I think he's a guy who. I mean, Culp and Westy are going to be back, but uh, Cuevas is a guy who maybe he becomes the first option next year. You know that that's at least giving you a lot of depth.
1: He leaps Culp. You think is that you are saying?
0: Um, you know, not necessarily. I'm just saying. Um, he's adding
1: he's adding an additional weapon.
0: Yeah, you're adding an additional weapon and, and a guy who just watching him he has a lot of potential, but um you know, who knows? You you don't I mean Culp could make a monster leap from this season to next season. It's very so, it's very possible. I mean, so you never know, but it's it's adding um you know, you're you're adding talent. That's a guy that Michigan and uh again, Utah wanted. Um, who else? We got, uh, I think his name is Joe Moore. He's a defensive end from Arizona State. Pretty good pass rusher. He's probably going to be a depth guy, but looked him up at his last two years. I think he had, I want to say, like five and a half sacks in 17 games. Mm. A, de- a decent amount of tackles. So, um, you know, he's he's a guy who has had some production while, you know, not, I don't think he's played starters minutes, but that's a good depth piece to add. Um, and then the, the cornerback from Oklahoma State, Jabbar Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, that was a really big pickup. Uh, he all, it, There was interest from a lot of P5 schools. Uh, one service had him a second team all Big 12. Officially, he was honorable mention all Big 12. Uh, PFF, his grade in terms of cornerbacks, I think was third in the Big 12. Uh, wow. that, gr- that grade would have been fifth in the Pac-12. So he's a guy who it looks like he's probably going to start. And I know I'm leaving. We did get a pass rusher from South Dakota. What
1: linebacker from USC. What's, what's yeah. About? I mean,
0: yeah. Rayland um, go forth.
1: Go forth. Yeah. Yeah. It.
0: I mean, I think he was a starter and then he, he kind of, I don't want to say he was demoted under Lincoln Riley, but um, you know, he still played a lot, uh, but we'll have to see.
1: Yeah. USC did not have a good defense.
0: Yeah, so, and I, I think we're sitting pretty good at linebacker, especially. Um,
1: well, I, I would say that Jeremiah Martin is exhausted eligibility, or did he leave?
0: He's exhausted eligibility, okay. and there is a question about that. He is playing in the game.
1: Oh, great! Well, he probably needs it. It's good for him to be in that game.
0: We we did add a running back, Daniel Nagata, who's the brother of uh, Ariel Nagata.
1: Yeah. Um, well, wasn't he a? That's a different brother.
0: Yeah, Joe Joe Nagata was the uh, the wide receiver. He's the wide receiver at Clemson, so uh, all three are brothers. Yeah. Well, so what, we brother? we had Ariel on the team, and then it looked like we were going to get Joe Nagata, and then he kind of changed his mind in the recruiting process. Right. Um, who else did we yeah, I mean that's basically it i think we're we're looking at getting another running back mm-hmm. and we'll see if i'm I'd like to see if we could get a safety um
1: of course who could they get who's out there
0: yeah I'm not sure i mean one one thing people' have been talking about with Dom Hampton is we kinda he, he was i think he was more of a true safety in 2021 and he was starting to do a better job at the end of the season. And then this season we kind of moved him to that Husky role, which is a little bit, you know, I thought that was a Rover, but it's a little bit more of a nickel. I mean, there's a little bit of, of kind of nickel corner in that role. And so people have been saying he might be better off if we just kind of moved him back to safety and look for somebody else uh, to play the Husky role.
1: That worked for me. I because
0: I, I think with us physical, you know, his physical talent, get him at safety and just, you know, ha- have his big hitting take advantage of that there.
1: Yeah, he needs to be, they need to get him closer to the line of scrimmage. Not, you know, I don't I don't want him being a big coverage guy, I want, I want him to be on the field in the safety role, you know.
0: A safety hey. who play who plays the run more. That's what you're.
1: Yeah. That's what I was getting. That's what I was driving at. That's right. That's what I want to see.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think you know I think we're probably gonna add a few more guys. Uh, obviously the recruiting class. You know it sucks to lose kind holes the quarterback. Yeah, Uh picking up. Um, what a weird Presley!
1: Yeah, the Presley flip was great, but that kind of whole, you know, saga was a little strange. He, he he said too much publicly after that whole thing about wanting to be developed, you know, versus, you know, he, he was apparently getting better nil from yeah. Washington. I don't believe that. Yeah. And, and look at Ohio State's record of developing quarterbacks like in the last 15 years pitiful
0: yeah i mean it's pitiful and they also a guy portaled out of there who won the national championship who is probably going to win a super bowl at some point who was the number one pick in the draft right so i mean they how embarrassing is that
1: yeah it's very strange Uh, i i mean look can you fault the kid to want to go to how state i can't but you know like (laughs) i think a few of us mentioned like well Washington can get him back in a few years, potentially.
0: Not maybe. hard. Yeah, maybe even a year. Just keep recruiting him.
1: Exactly. That's the thing. Like you, you're not going to lose contact with the kid. You're going to be checking in. How do you like it at House Day? You know, what's it, what do you expected? Are you still you know?
0: Look, what, a, what, what are you learning?
1: Yeah, I mean, this whole nil thing, and it's like free agency at insane levels, right? Like where. You know, it's true. Like, guys that you really wanted in the recruiting class, that you lose them. Like, you know, Oregon might still want to recruit Presley. You know? It's it's a wild west, man. You know, that's why I think anything that starts like the wild west yes, will eventually get regulated, right? I mean, a lot of examples of that in, in history.
0: But we'll, we'll see. And, you know, maybe even – we'll be able to get Josh Connerly back. You know, maybe he can portal his way to U-Dub. I mean,
1: bring him back, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. But yeah, I mean, a kid like Kineholes, I mean, obviously, yeah. Washington's was on him way early because, you know, his stock really rose after the offered the kid. And now with the you know, track record, now people are going to, Take note, and then clearly he started getting a lot of interest, not just from Ohio State, but a lot of schools. And I think the recruiting services bumped him up to four stars, I mean, just based on the activity, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But look, I can't fault the kid to go to Ohio State. Look at that stadium. Look at the fan base. Look at the coverage. I mean, yeah. it's... You,
0: you, you can't turn that down.
1: No, I think it's... <laughs> You're you, – you know, the, all the things built into to Ohio State right out of the gate from a football perspective, it just – it pales in comparison to the Washington experience right now.
0: You know, does and if it doesn't look like you're going to get a snap? Then leave. For two or three years, come to Washington.
1: Yeah, or shit, you know, maybe you end up somewhere else. Because maybe Washington buys them, has – with the way they find quarterbacks, maybe they find a guy that's better in car holes and they don't even want the kid anymore, but that's the thing I'd say, I'd say keep recruiting
0: the kid can't hurt. Yeah, that's exactly what I tweeted. Oh good. I missed it. Damn. Let's instead of waiting forever to get to questions, let's run through some questions right now. Okay. Maybe we can, how does that sound?
1: Fantastic.
0: All right. Um, anything about Jim Moore in there? We could bring that up. Uh, What caused UW football social media to improve a 1,000% this season? Any insight? Yeah, I mean,
1: they hired Hadley Heck, who clearly has a commitment to to marketing and has some editing skills. She has background in television. Um, Obviously, you know, DeBoer probably made that a priority.
0: Probably Courtney Morgan, too
1: have yeah, court exactly courtney morgan but i think you know they dedi- they have you know they have a dedicated team now to to that whole portion of the program which i mean you gotta have it it's like it's like if even if you're like quasi famous person like you gotta be on a podcast
0: you gotta have a podcast yeah, everybody <laughs> has a fucking podcast everybody now has a fucking podcast
1: dude i mean you know bill Murray started a podcast.
0: That's you pretty. Know. That's pretty good, by the way. It is actually. I, it's, I'm it's, not the biggest fan of Bill Maher, but um,
1: look, he, seem,
0: I, he seems a little. He seems a little arrogant, and he just he just talks too much. I think.
1: Yeah, I, he
0: does have.
1: There's no question he
0: has. But a the lot. pot is good. He's had some really good guests.
1: Yes, I've I've been very entertained. I've I've soured bit, a bit on Bill over the years, but he's you know he's. He calls it like he sees it for the most part on some pretty obvious things. I can appreciate that, yeah. But yeah, point being, he's got an entertaining. podcast. So. But yeah, right. I mean, like the point being with Universe Washington, you need you need to have a marketing department that is on social media platforms because that's what the youth lives on now. And if you don't have it, you're you're just you're an idiot. Like you'd just be pathetic if you didn't have a focus on that, right? So, inside is they hired people that are focused on it. Courtney Morgan, Deboer understand that they probably you know made that a high priority coming in.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Um... But I will
1: say, how had they, had, they did choke on the panic highs when they started that campaign way too late.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know who who makes that decision exactly, that's but um,
1: that's a fair point.
0: Yeah, they should have they should have started that after Michigan State, and then after Oregon, you you had to really ramp it up, Absolutely. because the goal. I mean, it wh- where did he finish? 10th? No, I think he was 7th? better than that. Seventh. Yeah, I, I forget that. That sounds reasonable. Six oh, there's or there's only ten,
1: right? Only ten finalists. Yeah, I think he was seven or something. You know, someone will fact check us on it. Fact check. Yeah,
0: uh, with all the returning talent, why do I feel like we will again go ten and two? I
1: saw that question, and the answer would be the schedule.
0: The schedule, and also because if to, to go eleven and one, you're you're a legit national title contender.
1: Yeah, I mean the defense is going to have to really tighten up. To I mean, I mean they have uh, look with this schedule this year. If they don't drop that Arizona State game, I mean you're looking at
0: you're sinking into the yeah, sinking into the playoff. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean it's or you're sitting right outside of it. Um, but next year's schedule is going to be tougher. There's no question. You know, granted they have some of the key games at home. It's just still really hard to to win all your games in college football. And, you know, the Pac-12 hasn't had a team that has, you know, gone through a season undefeated. I mean, look at the improvement. Oregon State's going to be good with the – I don't know if that transfer quarterback is.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's it's that big of a win for them.
1: I mean, they're getting some talent there. I mean, they're getting – He's an upgrade from what they've had. You gotta give
0: him that, right? But you just you don't know how who's returning. You know who gets injured. It's just a lot of that stuff is. It's just difficult to know. At Oregon State next year, at listen Jimmy, at Oregon State, at Michigan State will probably be better. uh, At USC, yeah, at Arizona. So that's four. I mean, even if you just take away Arizona, that's those are some tough. And then you have uh, Oregon and uh, Utah at home. Yeah, I it's mean, a very, it's a very, look. The the conference we already. I mean, you're saying it. the conference. It it could be really good next year if if the top five teams don't get that much worse. Right, it's going to be. A re- I mean, I'm like I'm looking at the Sagarin rankings right now. The sagarin ratings we got utah number six mm. oregon number 12 oregon state 13 washington 14 usc 15 that's one two three four that's five teams in the top 15 and i guess um and it at one point at one point wazoo i think before they played us was was it were at number 27 so that was seven teams in the top 27 so f- five in the top 15 now granted you know, nobody's in the top five and only one is in the top 10, but, um, that's a really, it's, it's those, there's, there, there's a lot of losable games. I mean, if we played Utah and USC this year, yeah, we very well could have had four losses.
1: Yeah. No, I mean,
0: probably would have had
1: three for sure. Yeah. Dodging UCLA helps. Cause you know, they've had our number a long time, but I mean at, at USC, it's going to be a very difficult game. And you know Michigan State's going to have revenge on their minds.
0: Yeah, and those that's, early those early intersectional road games are really tough.
1: Yeah. I mean, so yeah, when you think about being 10 and 2, like I mean, that's frankly looking
0: at it, that's that's yeah. real that's really good. If we're 10 and 2 next year, we yeah. we we probably I would think I would think we we might be top ten in metrics if that happens.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's look going undefeated and you know playing in the national champ, you know playing in the playoff is phenomenal, and that's what you want too.
0: But and you know, ten and two is also a great year. We could have snuck in this year, and with and, and with regard to next year, I mean, Tequila made this point on a spaces. If you look at how college football is trending. Well, granted that the four-team playoff is – I don't know how many – what do we have, one year left now? Yeah. Um, yeah. One year left. I mean, he, he thinks the odds next year of a – I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm kind of – based on what he was saying, and he had kind of agreed with this, the odds of a two-loss team, a two-loss conference champion, making it into the playoff um, are – they're kind of creeping higher and that neck you know, a couple of years ago, it was probably, you know, what, 10% or 15% or whatever who, who next year, it might be 35%. So,
1: well, maybe, you know, look, they, look, they, what they, Alabama
0: they, was, what number was Alabama? Number five in the <laughs> rankings and they had two losses. Yeah. And, and, who, and who was, who was number six? I think they had,
1: well, b was still pretty high.
0: Yeah, 10. So, yeah. So,
1: well, look. The other thing. The other thing is, what if one of those losses against USC at home, and maybe what if they're a top three or top fourteen when they play them? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just. in Yeah, I mean. I, I would, I would almost take like 10 and two next year. I would almost take that right now. And obviously you'd you'd be rolling the dice on like, do we, you know, do we make it to the conference championship game that, I mean, you know, with that stupid lack of divisions and tiebreaker bullshit, it's going to, the same thing's going to happen at the end of next year where it's going to come down and like, people are going to be trying to figure out what the hell is going to happen with these tiebreakers.
1: Yeah, well, Clavaclough, whatever is was. Clive, yeah. Clive, Clive
0: Banoffer. Because these conference cunts fucked us out of uh, playing for the conference championship. I'm sorry it, it, for my language.
1: What's the language warning on this yeah. one? What's up? What's next question?
0: Well, and just the other point I, I want to make is, and I'm not saying we're we're not going to be a really good team next year, but... You know, to be like a one win team, or not a to be a one you know to be a one loss team, and to make the playoff, it, you have to be really really good. I mean, you have to be a loaded team, and you just you almost have like no weaknesses. Now, I know that Penix, if he's the if he's the best quarterback in the country next year, like if he plays even better, he's healthy. I know that that will cover up some warts. I know that a quarterback can obviously do that. But yeah. if you if you look at our roster um just based on this year versus next year. Yeah. Tight end ha- tight end has to improve, running back has to improve, offensive line can't get any worse. Uh secondary has to just completely improve. You know, linebackers have to improve defensive yeah, line yeah, defensive yeah. line has to improve like you you need to see improvement in in numerous positions if you're going to if you're going to be like if realistically be a playoff contender sure so i'm not saying we can't do it but it's just you know a lot of fan, you know everybody's coming back that's great but um and I, we're doing a good job adding pieces in the portal but i think it's a little too soon to just
1: portal pieces
0: just assume that uh we're going to be an even better team next year. And look, going back to the, we could be better and we could be 10 and two, you know, or we could be nine and three just because the schedule's that much tougher. But look, I hope that, I hope that some of these teams, like I hope Utah's not as good. I hope we went out at home. Um, what are the tough road games? USC, Oregon state, Michigan state. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah, those are tough. But anyway, sorry to belabor the point. Are we at Colorado?
1: We got to face Dion?
0: No, we we missed them.
1: Oh, we missed right? Colorado and UCLA. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. We them. All right, what's next?
0: Um, let's see here. Is that it? No, we got some more. Not a question, but just want to express how stoked and grateful I am to see you to football back with this incredibly exciting level of play after mm. the wildly painful Lake tenure. Yeah, absolutely. I know you. Agree, I know you agree with that, brother. You're feeling good. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a lot more fun. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, I do think next season. I do think next. I mean, just the the hype and everything going into next season. It's yeah. it's with all these guys coming back. I, I think we could see. A surge in fan attendance.
1: I, I there has to be. I mean, how could there not be? There's a lot of hype. They're building around a kid. He's got not only he's a good quarterback, but you know he's a good guy. He's got he's got uh, a personality that's very likable. Um, you know, he just seems like a good dude, and that's people rally around people that are personable, and you know, kind of give you a glimpse of who they are. Obviously it's through the media lens, right? You're not going know everything, but I think he's lent, he's lent himself very well uh, from you know from a community standpoint, which I think you know fans appreciate and you know when you have elite talent, you like to watch that play and on top of it, you know he's a likable guy that's just adds more to the anticipation and the excitement and and the desire to attend the game. And, you know, being better, there's a good chance that that they'll also get better kickoff times um, where people will be more willing to attend instead of like a late night game, which are harder, especially when the weather changes and it's darker out. But if you start finding yourself in primetime slots, um, that's going to improve kickoff times. And I think that also will improve attendance.
0: Yeah, I mean uh so the home schedule you got Wazoo, Oregon. Yeah,
1: Big draws. Uh, Utah. Big Draw.
0: Who else? I, I guess know. Boise State and No, yeah, I mean Tol- it's a regional game so I you know, crowd. Yeah. So Yeah, but uh, the uh yeah, the sta- who do we play uh I don't Cal, know. Cal. I guess Cal. And uh, I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, we would Stanford, right?
0: Uh, no, we had Stan- Stanford sure. will be on the road next year. It doesn't matter. I think we're going to see an uptick. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, why is the media making a giant deal of Sark versus UW but no mention of Pete Kwiatkowski? Quit actually recruited and coached some of our current players. Just because it it comes back to the
1: casual fan. Um you know there, it's an easier story to write with Sarkisian, right? Oh, in twelve season, Sark comes in, changes the culture, they start winning some games, he goes through it you know, it's just a better story. There's what, what's the story of Quitowski to the, the casual fan? No, You know, he jumps ship after Jimmy. I mean, you know what? Their defense—it just the storyline. It's just not appealing to the 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 moron journalists and media out there. I, you know, I I give Varel a pass. I think Varel's good.
0: Oh, thank God you gave him a pass. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Do you give Christian Cable a pass too? Yeah, I'll give Cable a pass. and Cable. Those are good,
1: but you know, like. The hacks, right? You're lazy journals. You want to write a story? that it's just The Sark storyline is so easy to write. You don't have to do anything. It's so easy. <sighs> oh, Sark, you know, he was Coach Washington. He went to USC. We learned a pre-carol. I mean, you could probably just boil play bullshit, you know? <laughs> Seriously. Like I love read, when you get riled up, bro. It's not like they're going to write about him being a total drunk and then he's a shit coach. He He's a,
0: ba- a bad person who's banging co-eds. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, look, like, you know, his wife divorced him cuz he was so sleazy. I mean, if you want to really get into, you know, you want to get into some journalism like dude, out the guy. Instead, you're just going to write some stupid ass puff piece. It's just, you know. <laughs> it's I, like I said, it's easy. They these people just write a story and go to bed.
0: Huh? I didn't I didn't listen, but when Sark when Softy interviewed Sark, apparently Softy, as <laughs> usual, was fawning all over the guy. I was told that makes me sick. That's yeah. It's so that's so disgusting. It makes me want to throw up. Softy's support.
1: I mean, ugh, yeah, Softy's support of Sark is just so strange because Softy has insights into the program more than most. I mean, he knows this stuff. Why in the why on earth would you want to fawn over a guy who's just sorry, but he is he's a total scumbag.
0: I mean, like I said last, just stop with the hero worship it's in all, society. It's just you know, and, and even you know, it's like the people who want to worship Jen Cohen. Yeah, it's pathetic. Look, it's just stop with the fucking hero worship.
1: there there's, you know, I I hate to pain in the industry the broad brush but like you know media sports stuff like people want to be around players and want to say they know this and that giant egos that are so fragile um it, it's just it's just a, it's a bit it's a really toxic industry frankly but you know so a guy like softy worshiping sark you know and being you know who he is as a human and sure, like, he gets some redemption, but the track record is just so appalling. It's just so gross. You know, the, the point being, I'm not surprised that Safdie doesn't worship this guy. It doesn't shock me. You know, you're going to suck up to people just so you can have an interview on your radio show. I mean, it's disgusting. You know, and you're going to pull back and you're going you're gonna to hold your tongue on stuff because fear of retribution fear of getting locked out. That's what I liked about Mitch in the morning. He didn't interview people because he's like, most people aren't good interviews. That's why he didn't have a lot of interviewers. Because a lot of them were just like crap. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get to Jim more later. But like Richard Sherman, um, he seems like kind of an asshole. I mean, I think Salk <laughs> and Brock were interviewing him. And he cut off Salk you know, for asking him certain questions. He said, like, I'm no longer... You know, your the interview with you is done. Uh, yeah. Something Man. like that. I know he did the same thing to Jim. I think, didn't he say he would ruin Jim Moore's career? Like, what? A, yeah. you're an yeah. asshole. Like, this, talking to the media is part of your job. Well, and he, you know, he tried
1: to break down his father-in-law's door to get after his wife all on camera. I mean, <laughs> this blows my mind. Just, like, some of the behavior that just goes swept on the rug and then... You know, you're on Thursday night football or whatever show he's on. I mean, look, he gets second chances. But, man, yeah, I mean, he has a real track record of being a real dick. And that's just the truth. Speaking of dicks, (laughs) I love the impeachment series of uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky.
0: Unbelievable segue. Did you see? what what service year? was this on
1: uh, fX did it i just bought it on amazon prime it is uh quite entertaining i will say i will say
0: i didn't see it um oh man
1: it's you know but it's pretty wild <laughs> so there's your there's a show recommendation for you
0: is it called speaking of dicks <laughs> Or, or something, <laughs> or something <laughs> with "Dick" in the title.
1: The formal, the formal title is impeachment. Oh, yeah.
0: Bill Bill yeah. Clinton was a fucking huge horn dog.
1: Oh man, yeah. <laughs> oh man, he is just he is a predator.
0: I remember, I remember re- when the the when the I think that was in two thousand when that came out. I remember, uh, you know, oh. Mister Mister Chess like printed out a lot of the stuff. 99 from the internet, and I was like reading it. And there was like a part about um, how he like stuck his cigar, yeah, in in Monica's, uh, yeah, uh, you know what, and then smoked it after and said, Tastes good, (laughs) yeah, it
1: tastes great. Yeah, it's all in the Star Report. I'm telling you, it's it's a series worth watching, it's pretty wild. Yeah, horn dog is not even you know. I don't mean that's selling them short.
0: That's a horn dog. It just that that's just all of us men. Yeah, yeah, no, he's,
1: okay. <laughs> that, you're right. Yeah, he takes it up a few notches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have that much power, why not? Yeah, he look. He, he yeah. pretty much everybody in power is like that. I mean, if they get yeah. to that level, it's you know, it's yeah
1: because there's
0: something
1: wrong with
0: you. I don't know how we got off track here, but uh, is is Jeremiah Martin playing? Yes, he's playing. Um, Will UW call a timeout on the first possession versus Texas? I hope not.
1: Yeah. I don't think so. No. I'll be good to
0: go. I'm – Another question. I'm thinking the margin of victory will be by a strand of angel hair pasta, quite possibly even a cunt hair. That's my favorite term. So why is Texas favored but rated nine spots lower than UW in the A P poll? Because the A P poll, as we know, is uh really bad. Yeah. They do a really poor job of ranking teams and they right. have done for decades. And the the A P poll are just lost counters. That's yeah. basically how they rate, you know, you lose, you fall. And I mean, look, winning is important, but if you look at Texas, um, like Texas and Sagarin, they're number eight. So based on Sagarin, let me do the math. Um, I don't know what the spread is, but uh, based on Sagarin, they should be favored by four. Do we know? Let's see how much they're, let's see how much. Uh,
1: I thought it was nine and a half, but that number could have changed. Uh
0: let's see here. Um
1: Wait. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I cl- yeah, I clicked the wrong thing. Um That's all right. Oh, okay, here we go. Let's see. Yeah, and also the question is if Texas will have like a home field advantage Oh, well, you would expect so. I don't know. Um, this, I guess the, the spread is three points. Oh, I was way out. Well, Over under 67.5, so we're looking at, uh, what is that, like uh, 34 to 31 or 36, 35 to 33, 35, 32, something like that.
1: I think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, you know, Texas has some talent. Yours is a pretty good quarterback. They got a pretty good decent – they have a pretty decent O-line. I mean, they they should have beat Alabama. I mean, I, I watched that game. I mean, they, they should have won that game. They didn't, though.
0: Yep. So, they're going to be good. <laughs> Excuse me. They're good. I should have looked up. Um, what Texas is rated versus home and away. Park is a front-running coach. If we look at I mean, they lost to yeah. I'm just looking at their... Okay, these are all their road games. One, two, three. They only played four road games? How does that work? Yeah, that uh, seems first very road pleasant. game. Texas Tech lost 37-34. Next road game, Oklahoma State lost 41-34. Then Kansas State, at mm. Kansas State, lost 34-27. Where's Kansas State and Sagarin? Oh, they're number 10. So they're, um, let's see, Texas, their schedule, according to Sagarin, they played the number four schedule. Wow. So that's why they're, oh, that's wow. a big reason why they're ranked that high.
1: Same. Well, and, you know, I think, you know, you look at the Washington set. Washington's got a lot of momentum. Probably have, you know, they have more momentum than Texas probably does. And Texas, they're going to be out with, you know, Robinson is, you know, potentially the best running back. We we need to get pressure. Yeah. Yeah. They can't let the kids stand back there and sling it. So, but, you know, Texas is going to have to figure out a way to stop us and, isn't yes. Paul from Texas? Yeah, In Texas. We got some Texas guys on the team, right? So, you know, it, it'll be. I think it should be a good game, and I, you know, I think Texas has a chance to win it. They get yeah, a it's good. Gonna be,
0: to I think it. it's going to be a tough game for us, even if Texas is not terribly, terribly motivated. At
1: full strength.
0: I mean this. Yeah. The, the, this is the best team that uh, the best team we faced. And again, this is the toughest bowl opponent anyone in the Pac-12 is playing. Which. I do well, You know what? North Carolina is. You in Sagarin. F- yeah. What? 56.
1: Wow you gotta get that out you gotta get that out in the Twitter sphere you gotta let the duck fans know that they they beat a bad team by one point
0: well Oregon fans are fast become i mean i actually I think they're they're more at this point they're more low information fans than wazoo fans because Oregon has so many you know <laughs> bandwagon fans who are just morons from you know Florida and uh <laughs> Texas. I don't want to lump in Texas with Florida, but um, you know they have a lot of moron fans,
1: low, in- low information <laughs> fans flowing out of Florida. But you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to give Texas. Well, that label, I mean, huh? I, I.
0: Well, I. I I'm, like not, I'm not. I'm uh, not. I do not want to shit on Texas in the same way. Uh, Florida is just complete aids. Yeah, you can, you
1: can like. You like
0: Greg Abbott? You like Greg Abbott? Uh, he's he's a stand-up guy. (laughs) Or wait, (laughs) wait. I Guess he's not a stand-up guy.
1: Yeah, that was.
0: Um, Yeah, so I'm looking up Tulane because USC plays Tulane. They're number 31. Like, yeah, USC's behind us in Sagarin. So that's a wor- that's a worse game than the one we're playing. And um, wow, yeah, e- even though Penn State's a little bit they're a a, a sea hair higher than uh, Texas and Sagarin, um, I think in the metrics consensus that Andrew has, I think Texas is like number six or seven. No, they're probably number seven. So, you know, yes. It's okay. So it's okay. I, we're, we're, yeah, we're playing, we're see, playing the toughest yeah. opponent like this. We would have an easier time if we were in the Rose bowl. It's
1: crazy. Well, I mean, good, good opportunity. Oh, you know, has Texas faced edge pressure? Like they're going to face.
0: We'll see. I mean, it's, it's a really, oh, man. Wow. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really good test. I mean, if we win this game, it's going to really catapult us. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's going to be the motivation factor, too, right? I mean, there's going to be which team is more motivated. You know, that's going to be an element of the game tomorrow.
0: Let's, uh, sure. let's do a prediction before we go too far as far as the time.
1: Okay. Yeah, Are we done with questions? Okay, you go. You want me to leave with the prediction? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go 39 to 33. Washington. Nice. Washington's
0: gonna win the game. That's my yeah, prediction. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go 38 to 35. Uh, Texas wins. I just I mm. think I just Yeah, I mean I both, think it's gonna be a really tough game. Yeah. They're, they're really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, they're
1: good. I mean, you know, they got good know talent. They're, they're missing There's some, some guys, they're so
0: probably not a hundred percent motivated, but um it's uh it's almost a home game for them. I, I think I think I think we're gonna play well though. Yeah. I mean I know it's I know that doesn't sound good in a loss, but um I think we're gonna Hey, you can what play, still lose <clears throat> yeah you can yeah. still play good and lose so yeah I think we're gonna play well but it's just you gonna know? be tough to overcome the their crowd and them just being a a top eight team in the metrics yeah I mean it's, it's gonna be a tough
1: game there's no question I, I but I'm a I'm a, I'm
0: picking him to win. Nice, I like it, man. I'm picking him to
1: win, regardless. Any
0: uh, any t- yeah. so, uh, is not Shopper sure we
1: going to mention Jim? No, Jim yeah, Moore. We over. So and right, so
0: how he's grasping at straws, trying to.
1: Yeah, he really, he's kind of just, he's losing, it. and he's terrible at sports betting. I don't know why he talks about it so, like, so bad, but. Yeah, his takes on watch right now are just weak. He's just the old. are getting
0: retweeted, out. like he said, Huskies would be terrible under Penix.
1: Yeah, just talking, you know, saying trash and just yeah, his takes are horrible. His terrible takes, like often, very common. Yeah, I mean he's. To the, his whole thing about Grub—he would have never been sought after by A and M if it was Morris or Hewitt. and You know what? You don't. And you're know exactly that for right, sure, like,
0: Just <laughs> creating these absurd hypotheticals. I mean, that's like saying, "Well, you yeah, know, I mean, the Seahawks would have." Yeah, I was trying to come up with something, but something about Russell Wilson. But I, my th- my thinking stopped there. Yeah. Well, it's just so. Like, oh, this wouldn't have happened. I mean, well, yeah. it. You know, well, they got Penix. They kept him healthy. He had a really good season. It did fucking happen. Okay, it's just there's. It's just it's stupid because there's no. There's no like it's not even like remotely there, and like that hypothetical is not even remotely close to what happened.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, like Penix wouldn't have been nearly as good under Donovan because the receivers didn't even run routes to get open chest. Look at, look what Grubb has done. Look what the offense has done with just getting wide receivers open and creative play calling and creative routes and creating like, you know, where guys are going to, you know, do a dig route, but then they end up, you know, faking the dig and then, you know, going deep for a long pass. Like none of that was in John Don's offense. Like, Penix, you know, the whole system has made him successful. Yes, Penix is fantastic, but they're also, you know, running a creative offense to get guys open. That didn't exist under John Don. Like, just to say that because of Penix, that's just bullshit.
0: That's not not a true statement. He was really good at Indiana, but he was not this good. He's not this good, and but and Grubb has been bantered
1: about before, Washington too. I mean, he's a respected coach, and you can look to Hayner's, you know, trajectory as a quarterback. I mean, there's so many markers. Grub like, dude, it, come on, man. As well.
0: Wait, what's his? Um, yeah, he was. Um, what's his first name? Ryan Grubb. Is that it? I'm gonna look him up. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was at big. Fresno. And I and I mentioned this and this because we know about Hayner, but I, I mentioned this before. Marcus McMarion, do you remember in 2016 he 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 was like the second or third string quarterback for Oregon State. He transfers to Fresno State, and he. This was like he didn't look like anything in 2016. Like, you never 2017, he transfers to Fresno State. Right. You know, we blast Fresno State, but I think they won 10 games that year. 2017, 2018, he has a really good season under those guys. So, they've, I mean, their development of quarterbacks, DeBoer and Grubb, I mean, I hate to say it, but like they're going to be sought after by the NFL at some point. Because they have now done yeah, it with multiple I mean, that guys, I'm not just one or two. McMarion, Hayner, and now Penix multiple times with Penix, basically.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, the bad take by Moore. Yeah, Spudicious, I just it, it, stupid,
0: really dumb. And there was another tweet about oh, this is, or about you know this is why he got fired from Seven Ten or something like. I don't, you know, I I don't kind of like those situation. No. I, I feel bad when people lose their jobs like that, Mike Salk hates college sports and, you know, Andrew metric superiority guy made this point that like Salk canning Jim Moore, that it's another, you know, signal of like, you know, him diminishing the importance of college athletics in the Seattle area. Yeah. And I
1: don't think it's I, the, the crew they had, uh, late day crew with Moore. I mean, that show worked. I don't think Was any, there Danny wasn't any reason anymore. to fire Jim Moore. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, for those guys, it, that show worked for them. You know, they're quirky. You know, I think Jim Moore's fine on the radio. I don't think he, I don't think he did anything that warranted him being fired from that job. Whatever.
0: It, I mean, it, go ahead.
1: I think, I just, I'm not a fan yeah, of Salk. No, nobody is. I don't think Jim Moore. I, I don't think those guys' personalities probably meshed very well together. Just They're just very different people. And I could see, you know, Moore being difficult for Salk. I, 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 there had to be some friction there between those two, just because they're so different. And they view things so differently. And to your point, they, you know, their interests are totally different from the sports. I think
0: more shtick. You know, his making jokes about the Huskies. I yeah. mean, that's fine. I think I think he has at some point he ha- he has had some funny columns about it. But it's like, look, everything's going yeah. well for the Huskies right now. You, you just don't don't fight it, Jim. Okay, just like let it go. When something <laughs> shitty <laughs> happens, just, make fun of it. Okay, nope. but it's you're you're trying way too hard.
1: Yeah, I mean the chick has been going for twenty years. Like yeah, he had some good columns on me. Like, so I laughed. Like he had some great columns about Slick Rick. I'll give him that for sure, but I mean
0: I you know, give I did meet him man. in person. He's a nice guy.
1: I I've met him I've met him myself and he he's a totally reasonable guy. Yeah, you so just Husky fans, decent you guy. don't have to
0: so you don't have to shit on him completely.
1: No, but I mean, you know what? When you make a really bad take, you, I have no problem in getting called out or <laughs> yeah. taking the woodshed on it. So it's fair game. If you put something out publicly on Twitter and you open yourself up for self, you know, for criticism, I don't have any problem with that because, you know, when you when you put something out there, everyone has a right to comment on how they see it. I don't I don't feel really feel bad for people that if they have a bad take and they get, you know, take the one shit I wear. That's fine. I don't care. You deserve it. Bad takes deserve to get, you know. Comments.
0: So anyway. Well, yeah. Anything close else shop, you want buddy. to uh, comment on? I do, I have watched Tulsa King. It's okay. If you I, like mob stuff, you'll probably like it. That's my two cents on that. Sylvester Sylvester Stallone is okay. actually pretty good. I believe you. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll
1: probably I'll probably give it a look. See here eventually. You know, I'm I'm gonna start oh, nice, 1923 nice. soon. I just wrapped up impeachment. Very, very entertaining television. You know, it's... It, pretty brutal it's earlier at first when you said brighter, impeachment but... i thought
0: that i was going to say like which one you know because i thought it was like something on trump and like the multiple impeachments
1: yeah yeah well i, I lost I mean, track you know, of all that it... yeah. i mean they're all
0: scumbags yeah no yeah don't <laughs> all hero all worship them. people except michael Penix. he's okay <laughs> Yeah, and if yeah, the, and if DeBoer like, like wins, that. if he yeah. wins to, <coughs> excuse me, if DeBoer wins the bowl game, yeah, and wins the conference next year, then we can hero worship him. That's okay. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. fine. i will give you a pass on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I won't get too deep into the last call makes us, just I don't want to you know fan anyone out there in the medical <laughs> industry, but the medical hospital system is totally broken, extremely inefficient, very strange people working in that. But I will say this, Jess, I will say this. You have to commend the people that have to deal with the people in like an ER waiting room. My goodness, what some of those people have to put up with is, is truly unbelievable. So granted that I think like leadership management's making it incredibly inefficient People working to do the best they can out of there. That's all I'll say about it. But there needs to be some fixes in the medical system. But you also have to commend those people that are dealing with the general public because it is a wild, wild scene, man.
0: That's oh, awful. That's yeah, I, I mean, and, and I tweeted something a couple of weeks ago. Um, Rite Aid, you know, Bartell's is the local pharmacy sold out to Rite Aid. And my God, it's a complete yeah. shit show. Trying to, I mean, all the people in the pharmacy, they obviously left. And I mean, the, the people working there are trying to do their best. But I, I mean, Rite Aid is just, I feel like they're they are going to just sell these stores for real estate. Honestly. I mean, they they don't even answer oh. the phone when you're trying to call about your prescription. You go, You have to go in there at like a certain time because 90% of the time you go in there, there's like a line of... 25 people waiting to get their prescription filled. It's just God awful. And and I, I heard that they, uh, that I don't know if this was the one in university village or everyone, but I heard that because um, another pharmacist told me this, that as soon as Rite Aid acquired Bartels, they fired a bunch of people and they cut everybody's wage by $3 an hour. Ugh. Yeah, and it, it may... It's ruthless. It just, and, and, yeah, go
1: and, ahead. And the serious part is, like, if someone needs their prescription filled, you know, it could be life-debilitating or, even life-threatening. I mean, that is, you know, that's some serious stuff, you know? Like, you go in, you expect, you know, next thing you find yourself in a line for a long time. I mean, that, you know, so for some people, that's a really serious deal.
0: I mean, that's really ugly. Yeah, and I, I just think they're... I, I, I think they're just going to let these stores just slowly die and then just sell the property for the real estate value. That's my prediction. Sad.
1: Well, if you got a little chunk there down in the U yeah. village, you might just do that. It might, it might make the
0: most sense. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Not to drone on, but it's just, uh, it's, it's like sad. I feel That's terrible bad. for the people but. working there too. It's just, they're
1: <sighs> Yeah. They're just grinding, man. Just kidding. You know, you get the the customer comes in and ready to chew some ass. You know, they're just ready to unload on somebody just, yeah, and that poor person. Just remember, it's not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure they fill the right <laughs> prescription. You never know what you're gonna get <laughs> yeah. in that bottle. Don't piss them off.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get somebody else's medication for anal warts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or yeah, explosive diarrhea. I definitely don't want... Yeah, next next thing you know, you're on the pot for two days. So, anyway, well, we're not going to fix all the problems in a day. But, you know, if we were heading up the show, man, we'd, we'd yeah, get would I can tell you that. All
0: right. Well, let get them dogs. Let's go, tomorrow. dogs. Let's bring home a victory. Yeah. Get get that 11th win. Let's and, do uh, it. Let's on our way to an off-season national championship.
1: All those fans can drive back in rental cars. Enjoy yourself. Yeah,
0: safe travels, everyone, and uh, all all the best to our if dogs. You got and, there. Uh, let's hope they pull it out.
1: Hopefully, you get your thousand-dollar plane ticket back if it got canceled. Yeah. Now, at least you saved some scratch in your pocket. and you go Just Watch it on TV. Save yourself some money. Look at the bright side.
0: Yeah. All right. Any, 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 anything else, brother? No, All right. No. Sounds good. Bad. Go dogs! Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Go dogs.
1: Peace.